Usain Bolt ties an NFL record, U.S. cross-country championships, indoor 800-meter world records, collegiate rankings, and how to kill a mountain lion. Today is Wednesday, February 6, 2019, and this is the Running News Podcast, a weekly analysis of distance running news. I'm your host, Zachary Breitenstein. Before the Super Bowl, they have an expo of sorts called the Super Bowl Experience, where you can get autographs and participate in interactive exhibits. One of the activities is the 40-yard dash. It's one of the tests used to evaluate college football players at the annual NFL Combine before the draft. This year, none other than Usain Bolt himself showed up to run the 40-yard dash and tied the NFL record running it in 4.22 seconds. The record had been set in 2017 by Bengals wide receiver John Ross. Bolt, 32, holds the world record in the 100 and 200 but is now retired and was wearing sweatpants and sneakers when he ran the 40. The U.S. cross-country championships were held last Saturday in Tallahassee, Florida. While the U.S. holds a championship race every year, the IAAF only holds a world championship in cross-country every two years. The same is true for track and field. Since this is a world championship year, most of the big names came out to run in the 10K. The top six finishers automatically qualify for the world championship team. For the women, Shelby French-bred Houlihan won in 32-46, pace, eight seconds ahead of Molly Huddle, who has finished as the runner-up in her last four U.S. cross-country championship appearances. Houlihan ran a 14-second negative split and broke away from Huddle in the final 600 meters. Houlihan runs for the Nike Bowerman Track Club based out of the Nike headquarters near Portland, Oregon. Five of the top seven finishers were from that team, including Mariel Hall, third, Amy Craig, fifth, Missouri native Courtney Freirich, sixth, and Mizzou grad Carissa Schweitzer in seventh. Huddle, who finished second, runs for Saucony, and the fourth-place finisher, Alphony Tuliamuk, runs for Hoka 1-1 Northern Arizona Elite. Huddle and Tuliamuk have stated that they do not plan on racing the world championships because it doesn't fit into their long-term plans. Houlihan, the winner, is non-committal at this point. Now, this may be a better question for Jerry, but has he given you the green light or any people on the team uh, to go ahead and, and take a spot on the NACACO world teams? He has given no green lights, no <laughs> lights at all, so we really have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, he, I think he just has to sit down after this and kind of look at what uh, if it fits in our racing schedule so I mean he's the mastermind behind all of it and I obviously would like to race I love racing and this was really fun I liked this um so but we'll see yeah as you can see cross country in the U.S. at least plays second fiddle to the track and the roads in the men's 10k Shadrach Kipchurcher won in 28.53 439 pace, one second ahead of teammate Emmanuel Bohr. The top five finishers were all within 12 seconds of each other and are all part of the American Distance Project based out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Scott Fobble of the Hoka 1-1 Northern Arizona Elite Team was sixth. Backstory. Kipchichur was born in Kenya but served four years in the U.S. Army. He left last May and signed with Nike, although he still trains with coach Scott Simmons and the American Distance Project. The second through fifth place finishers, Emmanuel Bohr, Leonard Korer, Hilary Bohr, and Stanley Kabeni, 
are current U.S. Army soldiers who were also born in Kenya. Kipchichur had this to say after the race. To cross the finish line, being number one is, you know, very awesome. You know, we work really hard. The Army guys, like training with the Army guys, you know, they are the stubbornest guys you've ever met. They are so stubborn in racing. They are really strong. They don't give up. And I'm lucky to train with those guys. You know, I was in the Army, I know, and I know how it is. So I'm lucky to be with those guys and doing training and competition. So, yeah, they keep me strong. There was also a team race between the branches of the military. For the women, Army won with 18, followed by Navy with 43, Air Force with 48, and Marines with 49. For the men, as you might expect, the Army dominated with a perfect score of 15, followed by Navy with 73, Air Force with 75, and Marines with 76. Last weekend in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, both the men's and women's 800-meter indoor flat track world records were set. These are unofficial world records, but impressive nonetheless as flat tracks are slower than banked indoor tracks. For the women, A.G. Wilson ran 159.26, and for the men, Clayton Murphy ran 145.92. They each received $6,000 for the win and $2,000 in time bonuses. The meet was held at a privately owned indoor track known as the JDL Fast Track. It's pretty rare because almost every indoor track in the country is owned by a college. Here are your weekly NCAA Division I indoor track rankings. For the women, number one, Arkansas. Number two, Southern California. Number three, Texas A&M. Number four, Florida. And number five, Florida State. For the men, number one, Texas Tech. Number two, Florida State. Number three, Florida. Number four, Houston. And number five, LSU. This is a public service announcement for anyone named Jordan who has a wife named Anna. Don't let your wife listen to this. I'll give you a moment. In one of the most incredible running stories you will ever hear, I am proud to report that on Monday, a man survived a mountain lion attack while running on a trail near Fort Collins, Colorado, north of Denver. The cougar was described as a, quote, juvenile and stalked him from behind. When the man turned around, he made eye contact with the animal, yelled and waved his arms. Everything that you're supposed to do in that situation, but the animal pounced anyway. As the cat tried to bite his face, he blocked it with his arm, but the animal locked on. So the man hit the cougar with a rock and was eventually able to put it in a headlock until he was able to get his other hand free. He then jumped on the cat's back and used his hands, arms, and feet to strangle it to death. He then hiked back to his car and drove himself to the hospital. Wildlife officials found the dead mountain lion and confirmed the man's story. Rebecca Farrell, a spokeswoman for Colorado Parks and Wildlife, said, It's an amazing story. Everyone is baffled and impressed. She went on to say, he should never have to buy another beer in his life, unquote. Colorado Governor Jared Polis posted on Facebook, quote, don't mess with Colorado trail runners, unquote. Sorry, Chuck Norris, but you ain't got nothing on this guy. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, review, and share this podcast. Please give me five stars wherever you listen to this. This has been the Running News Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at The Running News and at Facebook.com slash The Running News.